the opposite of goodbye. Hello to you wonderful eclectors. And today is our 100th episode, which is seemingly crazy to me because I think about sitting in my little makeshift studio in my basement and thinking about what am I doing on episode one, which if you go back and listen to episode one, I don't know how embarrassing it is because I try not to think about it, but you could judge for yourself. Today, we're going to call uh, episode 100, Eclectors Never Say Die, which is true, um, courtesy of Kevin. And it's all his fault, because really, Kevin brings this about. My wonderful sound engineer is going to school, which is illegal. Actually, not. But in my mind, I feel like it's illegal. Um, I've never been good with goodbyes. I hate it. And it's funny, because I'm a teacher, so I'm plagued by goodbyes. Every year, what happens? Prom, graduation, everybody goes to college at the end of the summer. It's like a constant... Uh, Groundhog Day of of what I hate. And yet I always look at it like on the other side of the fence that every year is um, like a book, really. And in my bookcase of life, every year of kids that I've taught is its own little book. And the cool thing is it's contained. It's weird. Like I've never had the mindset of people in an office and, and I never will. Like, God bless you, the nine to fivers. Or maybe you prefer a cube and you like to sit and code all day. You know, I'm never going to be that person, nor am I capable. But to have that definitive beginning of a project and definitive end of a project, but that project is people. And, you know, I start out and I've got this new book and I'm all like the characters I learned in the first two or three weeks. And then I remember them and I give them little nicknames and I think about them in a different way and then they have this little journey, but I'm in the book with them. It's weird. It's like a choose your own adventure. And at the end of that time, I close that book and I keep it forever, but nothing goes back to that book. Like you can't rewrite it, you know, because you can't relive the past. Little nod to Gatsby there. Great book. One of my favorites. Go F. Scott Fitzgerald. But uh, you never revisit the actual time in the book but you can revisit the book all the time, which will lead me to your books, which will be a whole separate rant because I totally believe in them. But um, that's kind of how I've always looked at my career. Like I have this bookshelf of different books and every book is a different class and every class has different characters and personalities in it. And some are really good books and some are books that you think, oh, should I give that away? But you can't. (laughs) And uh, I've had fewer of them, thankfully, than... uh, than books that I love, but it is funny to me because it's not a wake up and go back to the office situation. It's a go back to the classroom situation and see that cast of characters and they change. So in that way, it's cool because it can be very sad when those people go and it could be, you're looking forward to it <laughs> because sometimes there's challenges. Where is it work? You know, every day. Now my colleagues obviously don't change as much, although lately, well, we'll talk about that another day. But for the most part, you're seeing the same people at the office every day, or you're seeing the same people that you work with every day, and maybe not necessarily the same client. But my clients, if you will, are always, um, you know, at least for a little while, in in school for you know three four years, whatever, and they're they're. They're there, they're accessible, even if I don't necessarily have them, I see them. So it's really different. Um, and as a result, I've learned, I always hated goodbye, but I've, I've learned to not like it. I think it started when I was a wee tot and um, my sister went to college. How dare she? And she took the koala with her. We won't talk about it. There was a stuffed koala. It's still a source of contention. Yes, I don't care that I'm 49. I remember the koala. He was cute and I, I, I would have taken better care. I'm just saying. She left with the koala. 
and I wasn't, I was younger because I was the, the oops child. So I didn't really understand like, well, I don't get it. You go to school every day. You were here. Why are you leaving to go to school? And then being the oops child and so much younger than like the whole entirety of my very large family, um, I was constantly going to funerals. So I was around like someone was always passing away because I was so much younger than them. And I just I figured out the death thing like I knew they weren't coming back, but that was miserable. And uh, so I just associated like leaving with goodbye. And I don't like I guess the permanence of it because I don't feel like it has to be obviously death. Okay, but even still, you know, it's just because someone's gone doesn't mean you can never talk about them or, you know, celebrate them or remember good things. And then if they are gone, but distant now it's a really different perspective because technology such as it is, when I was a kid, there was no email. You know, you had to write a letter to somebody at college or you had to rack up a really big phone bill. I can remember uh, calling up to Penn State to talk to my buddy and it was like, even though it was the 717 area code, it was uh, about a dollar and a half or something to contact the initial contact. And then, you know, now it's a joke with cell phones. There's, there's none of that. Um, and of course, internet, email, we didn't have email. So it was cool to get mail, actual snail mail. Um, one of my students said to me, well, um, getting mail at college is like getting a parachute from the Hunger Games. <laughs> I just thought that was so aptly put because it's cool if you get a package, you want to know what's in it. And who gets mail? You get mail from colleges saying, hey, check us out. But you also get emails now. So it's kind of, you know. but to actually get mail, that's always a fun thing. You get a little slip in your box and then you have the reveal and then you want to go to the campus hub and find out what it is. So that's, that's still kind of a fun thing, which is funny how mail has become a novelty. But communication in general, you could instantaneously get a hold of somebody that's away. And that wasn't the case before. There was more of a permanence to it. And I hate the permanence of it. And I've never liked it. And in any case, and years ago in the 80s when The Goonies came out, which I love the movie, and you should watch it if you haven't. And they're talking about remaking it. And that makes me nervous. But <laughs> they had a line in there where Sean Astin says, Goonies never say die. And I loved it. And I just latched on to it. So to me, it was like the idea of never going away or never giving up or never surrender, never leaving. And my sister, who loves to snap me back to reality, which I hate to visit, always says to me, okay, but sometimes they die. Well, yeah, okay, we don't talk about that. Because in the movie, they obviously didn't. So that's why um, the collectors never say die. Went with that. And it's all Kevin's fault. But um, yeah, I guess it's just, it's that time of year. And I have been lucky fortunate, blessed, uh, fill in the adjective with a lot of people, uh, just, you know, always staying around the area. So I didn't have to adapt or adjust too much to when, uh, they would leave or go to school and uh, Kevin broke the rules. So it's all his fault. But, uh, just, as I approach another time where it's going to be, okay, somebody's going somewhere and approaching the new book that I'm about to see, uh, proverbially, with uh, new students, it's always uh, interesting to sort of get a mental image and then are you right or was it off? And then the other piece of this is that I think people in general, and, and really I think older people are worse than younger people. As a Gen Xer, I say this because I am that kid that stayed consistent and kept in touch with everybody. I will go find 
the people that don't show up to the reunion and stalk them. I will try and, you know, email them or get a number or find out what's up and make the call. And, I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I could pick up and leave off with you where I last saw you, even if it was 20 years ago. But all relationships take work and, and you know, friendship's no different. So I don't think that you just walk away from somebody. I don't understand. I never will. How someone can be so significant to you on one day and then just disappear the next. I don't roll like that. I never have. And a lot of people, you know, you get in your own head. You get in your own life. You get in your own mind. And, oh, you know, I got this going on. I got that going on. And it's not that there aren't valid things pulling you in those directions or focusing your attention. But I think some of it's just being beat, you know, after having to do whatever it is that each person's doing. And some of it can be a little bit of laziness because it's easier to just turn on the TV and watch terrible commercials than it is to pick up the phone or, oh, you know, I might get in a phone call and it might take me a long time. Yes, yeah, so what? Pick up the call, you know, pick up the phone and call them. And I say pick up the phone as if people aren't using a cell phone, but I still have a landline. So yes, pick up the phone. It doesn't have to have a cord, but pick it up. It doesn't have to have rotary dial either, but pick it up. Or, you know, send an email. Hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. Had a few seconds to say hi. What's up? You know, make the lunch date. Get together. See that human keep in touch because if you don't, you know, you're letting things slip by that aren't necessarily, um, you know, something you have to lose or leave. And I don't think it's an all or nothing situation. I think you do what you do and you live life and you make time for all those individuals. It's not like, uh, you have to erase them because they went somewhere. Um, nor do you have to stalk them. I'm pretty good at that, but nor do you have to do that. And I've had a lot of my friends say to me, like, oh, if it wasn't for you, you know, we, we stay in touch because, you know, you always, you're good like that, you know, and, and I'm glad to be good like that. There are other people like me, and if you're one of them, then that's awesome. And if you're not an eclector, you should be. See what I did there? But, um, you know, if you're not like that, maybe try and get a little bit better. I also have a, a soundtrack to this because in the 80s, there was the Seven Wishes album by Night Ranger, which is a fantastic album. And there's a song called Goodbye on it. And although everybody in the world that I've ever met thinks Sister Christian immediately, because that was sort of the hit from the gate with uh, Night Ranger. And it is a fantastic song. Love it. Uh, Boogie Nights made it more famous because they have that whole scene where they startled John C. Riley, which was legitimate, by the way. He really did react like that. And they kept it in the movie. Um that whole album is fantastic. And there's a song on the album called Sentimental Street, which is another great song that was sort of the B-side. Yes, I'm referencing albums. There are records, LPs. That's the long play, 33 and a third. 45s is a short play. And, uh, you know, um, they it was a great, great album. And it was the flip side of that. And then there was another song later on called uh, Goodbye. And... It's funny because Jack Blades wrote that and he wrote it for his brother, which I learned in concert because um, Kelly Keegan's a drummer and lead singer, but he was sick and had undergone heart surgery or something at the concert I happened to see. So Jack Blades actually sang it, which was sounding a little different to me because I was used to Kelly Keegan and Jack Blades goes through it and he said, you know, I always get questions about this and I might as well take my minute to explain it because Kelly wasn't there. And he said, uh, I, I believe his brother passed away. And he talks about the whole song is like an homage to his brother and how he, you know, saw him um, 
on the beach and they were having good times and then unfortunately he was gone. He didn't really get into why, but suffice to say that he was no more. So it's a sad permanence, but um, I just kind of made that the soundtrack of all things, you know, goodbye. And um, I love the song, but it's depressing. So um, the song itself is wonderfully depressing, but goodbyes in general are horribly depressing. So I guess I picked the 100th episode to use this topic to tell you that we're not going anywhere. Um, you know, I always tell people out of my dead lifeless hands, you'll find me quitting, you know? So, um, yeah. So as long as I'm, uh, here, there will be an eclectic collection. Although how funny would it be if my completely silent, never talks sound engineer, Kevin decided to do the eclectic collection in my stead because he's way younger. So I don't know. That would be funny. I think I got a better chance of Santa Claus doing it himself. But I'm just saying, it's possible. It's possible. So we'll see. And yes, we will be stalking him live on Eclectic Collection. I guess it's not live because you'll hear it later. But, you know, live when it's happening. Maybe we'll even dial him up and see what he's doing. But um, don't worry. It'll be in the capable hands of people that were very, very well-trained by Kevin. Because let's be honest, he knows what's going on more than I do. So, um Keep in touch with your friends. Don't let people go. There's no reason for it. And um, don't be that kid that is hard to find either. You know, Goonies never say die. And eclectors definitely never say die. So here's to another 100 episodes. And someday I hope to be talking about 1,000. Wow. Seems so daunting. But 100, that's a pretty cool number. So never thought I'd reach triple digits. And just did. Hashtag nailed it. All right. If you like what you heard today, check out eclecticcollectionpodcast.com. Or listen to us on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tenaglia. Thanks for listening. Never say goodbye.